0: Welcome to Sunday Night Local. It's now 13 minutes past 8 and I thank you for bearing with me this evening if you are still on our YouTube um, page and you've managed to find um, this broadcast well done. Um, If not then uh, you may well be watching the recording um, or you may have just given up entirely. Um, So tonight um, I'm speaking on the Fruit of the Spirit, and this is um, the fifth session on the Fruit of the Holy Spirit. And tonight I'm going to be speaking about patience, which is a really apt um, subject considering uh, the technical hitches uh, we've just had this evening. Um, A slight test of patience there, um, but nothing to get too dramatic about really, is it? Um, Hey... When you use technology uh, week after week and day after day, every now and then, there's going to be the odd glitch, and that's okay. So, anyway, welcome to Sunday Like Local. Really excited about um, going to an in-person gathering on the 25th of October. That's two weeks from now, and if you'd like to come to that at the Empower Centre, it'll be at 7.30. Uh, We follow the government guidelines regarding gathering as a place of worship. Um, We'll have uh, some lead, praise and worship, we'll have some prayer and then at 8 o'clock we'll then go live online as well as having the gathering at the Empower Centre. So if you'd like to join us for that make sure you register because you can't come if you don't register. I'm also just hoping that one of my family members will come out and tell me if this is actually now working okay. Um, So that was their little hint uh, to hopefully come and let me know if this is now okay. the issue was with the microphone, I believe. It was making me sound like a a stuttering robot, which isn't great when you're trying to listen to um, a Bible teaching. So tonight, we, uh, I guess we'll finish a few minutes later, but uh, if you have managed now to find us and uh, you're on the right link, fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to share your word tonight. I thank you, Lord, that uh, you would just speak into our hearts regarding the subject of patience the fruit of the holy spirit patience and i thank you father tonight lord that uh, those who are watching live or those who are catching up with the recording father speak into our hearts cause us to uh, not just uh, hear your word but be people that put your word into action in our lives and i pray this in the name of jesus amen wonderful i'm just going to close this door there we go and we are off. So um, last week, I just want to say thank you to Nacho and well done to Nacho for sharing last week about the truth that we have peace with God. And because we have peace with God, we can walk in the peace of God. And Nacho spoke last week about three ways that we can remain in God's peace or walk in God's peace. And it's absolutely brilliant. Um, if you didn't yet listen to it or hear it or watch it, then please, please do so. This week I'm speaking about Patience. So just as a quick recap, a reminder of, of what the fruit of the Spirit is. Well, uh, the fruit that you see on a tree um, is a manifestation of what's within of the life within. And the fruit of the Holy Spirit, including patience, is planted within our spirit man um, at new birth. It's part of, of the DNA of a child of God, part of our new nature. Um, it's the part of the character of Christ that is formed within us and that God wants to be revealed through our lives. Now there are nine aspects of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5 and these nine aspects of fruit are also um, the nine attributes of Christ's character, of the character of Jesus and uh, when we walk in love, joy, peace, patience, which we're talking about tonight, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, And self-control, we display the character of Jesus. And although patience is is present within our spirit man, this doesn't mean that patience is automatically displayed through our lives. The patience that God has planted within us um, is displayed when we make the choice to lay aside the flesh and to walk in the spirit, to live from our spirit man and to allow the flow of the Holy Spirit through our lives. So we're going to talk about patience tonight. As I speak about patience, I'm not so much talking about bearing with others, kind of, you know, if people aren't moving quickly enough for you, uh, or if you're in a traffic jam. I'm not really talking about that sort of patience. Uh, I'm not really talking about being slow to anger when, like, your children are misbehaving or something like that. Um, The patience that I'm talking about is more about how we handle the waiting process in life, which can often be a time of pain, or of suffering Um, and so during those difficult times how do we handle um, those difficulties, those painful moments? Well that's what patience is. So the word patience in Galatians 5.22 is also translated long suffering that gives you a clue as to to what the word means so in other words it's the, the ability to suffer Uh, for a long period of time. Um, It's forbearance, it's endurance. So patience is something that we need when we're going through storms, as Pastor Andy spoke about this morning, what a fantastic message. Uh, When you're walking through a valley, when you find yourself in a wilderness, uh, you need patience in your life. The dictionary definition of patience is this, it's the capacity to accept or tolerate delay or problems or suffering without being becoming annoyed or anxious that's an interesting definition isn't it so that's what the dic- that's how the dictionary defines patience as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay problems or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious now to me that sounds like quite a passive thing it's kind of just putting up with stuff that's going on around you according to the dictionary And it's a good definition, but I I think there's more to patience than this. Patience isn't just about accepting or tolerating delay or problems or suffering with a good attitude. Um, You know, not complaining, not losing faith. It's not just about that. Patience is, is much more active than this. So, patience in the life of a Christian keeps them moving along God's path through the delay through the problems, through the suffering and brings them out the other side. So patience is actually like, you know, if you're on a boat and you've got a motor, it's like um, you're using that motor to take you through the storm rather than just sitting there. It's not a ship that is uh, just, just come to a stop, just sitting in the water, hoping maybe the storm will pass and getting wrecked in the process. It's like a ship that's sailing with great determination in the right direction through the midst of the storm. That's what patience in terms of the, the biblical definition is. Now patience in, a, in the life of a Christian involves trusting God and speaking positively. Patience speaks with a faith filled heart of the promise of the destination. Rather than complaining about the problem and complaining about the delay. It's easy to, to focus on the problem, to focus on the delay and complain about that and to lose trust in God but it's a, a greater thing to to fill your heart with faith regarding the promise and the destination and to speak positively about where you're heading about what God has promised. Patience refuses to throw its toys out of the pram because it knows that the good work that God has begun, Will be brought to completion by God Himself. So, patience for the Christian is a very active thing. It's it's and it's very active when we have a strong relationship with God. Um, so Philippians one verse six talks about God bringing um, the the work that He's begun to completion. Um, and it's patience trusts God and refuses to throw its toys out of the plan, even when the path looks different to what we expected even when the path that we're on is full of challenges it still trusts God it still says well God is going to bring me to the destination God is going to bring his promise to pass in my life so patience goes hand in hand with faith we see this in Hebrews chapter 6 which says this in verses 11 and 12 this is New King James Version And we desire that each one of you shows the same diligence to the full assurance of hope till the end. I'll read that again. We desire that each one of you shows the same diligence to the full assurance of hope to the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Isn't that great? Imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And of course the book of Hebrews is filled with examples of people who had faith in God and had patience. Their patience caused them to continue to have faith for a prolonged period of time. Even when the going got tough they still believed. And that's what, uh, that's what we're to do. So faith and patience go hand in hand. Let's talk about seed time and harvest. So when it comes to, um, the Bible uses this expression, seed time and harvest. Um, Well, we need patience to carry us through the time aspect of that. So actually there is a time to plant seed, but you could also look at it this way. Seed, the sowing of seed, then time, and then harvest. Seed, time, and harvest. We need patience to carry us through the time aspect of seed, time, and harvest. Patience reminds us of the reminds us of the power of the seed that has been planted so rather than giving up rather than giving up on the seed um, patience waters the seed knowing that god is going to bring increase at some point and that the harvest indeed is going to come now i don't know about you but in certain areas of your life you may have just sown and sown and sown it may be into your children's lives it may be into your marriage. It may be financially, it may be into your work life, I don't know. But you may have sown and sown and sown and be thinking, where is the harvest? Where well, you need patience because patience will take you um, through that middle part, the time part, until you get to the harvest. Patience causes you to just keep doing the right thing and keep putting your trust in God. Now, it doesn't mean it's an easy process. Yes, the harvest will come, but that time bit in the middle... It's often not very easy, is it? Walking by faith for a prolonged period of time, uh, which is what patience is, can be very challenging. Psalm 126, verses 5 and 6. says so this. I've read this a couple of times lately. It says, those who, t- those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. So this speaks about this time of sowing that sometimes is is really tough. And and it talks about those who go forth with weeping, just sowing and sowing and sowing. Well, this is the truth. You will doubtless come again with rejoicing and you will bring the sheaves of your harvest with you. That is the truth. Um, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And that is the truth. So, I don't know, if you have loved ones that are currently um, not walking with God, or not walking with God as you would hope, then let me encourage you to pray for them. That the indestructible seed that is within their hearts, um, that has been sown, the seeds of the gospel, um, and maybe it's not just you that sown that seed in their lives, maybe others have spoken the gospel to them. Just keep praying. Keep praying that that seed in their hearts would germinate and that it would grow and that a harvest would come. Now a great example of that is is my mum and dad. Um, so my dad, as many of you, this might shock many of you, my dad hasn't always uh, walked closely with the Lord. Um, I was talking to my mum the other day about this and uh, when they met he kind of went to church because uh, he had to, because it was the thing to do. Um, but um, he he didn't have a, a, a real um, relationship with God at that time, and and my mum uh, did, and and they got married, and for thirty two years, she uh, she she prayed for him, she uh, endeavoured to be a good good witness of what it is to be a Christian, and um, to honour him as as a as, as a Christian lady, and. Um, and eventually, after 32 years, my dad turned his heart to Jesus. In fact, um, it was it's particularly special for me because um, it was at my water baptism when I was 17 years old. Um, my dad came to that. And um, that very night, having heard the gospel and seen um, the demonstration of my faith and um, you know, always watched my mum for years and years and years, uh, my dad um, prayed, uh, prayed that prayer. He prayed that prayer of introduction for Jesus and received Christ as his savior. And a few weeks later, not immediately, he told my mother, he "Said, don't tell anyone." And of course, she told the whole world straight away that her husband, who she was praying for for 32 years, um, had made a decision for Jesus. So, I would say that my mum was pretty patient during that time. Um, she walked by faith for a prolonged period of time until she saw the harvest and what a wonderful harvest that was my mother didn't give up she didn't complain or walk away from god um she served god's kingdom and she walked as a child of god and she honored her husband it says in galatians 6 verse 9 it says let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart isn't that great Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. And I think um, the testimony of my dad becoming a Christian um, after 32 years of my mum praying for him um, is is just, I mean, it's that scripture there, isn't it? Let's not grow weary while doing good, while praying for our husband, while being a witness in due season we'll reap if we do not lose heart. So, when you pray for someone, and you know the seed of the gospel has been sown in their lives, um, you, you you activate the seed that has been sown. You can't see what's going on under the ground, can you, when you plant a seed in the ground? Um, but you, you are assured that there is something happening, that seed is being germinated. And that's what our prayers do. So let me encourage you. Let's keep praying for those who perhaps aren't walking with God. Uh, maybe those who... Seem to, you don't even know if they've ever heard the truth of the gospel. Well, you, you sow when you have opportunity to sow, but also remember there's lots of other people in their world as well, and God will send the right people at the right time. So pray that their hearts would be softened and receive that seed, and that seed would grow. Now another area that where we need patience is when we're waiting for a promise. So we need patience when, when it's seed, time and harvest. Yeah, when we're sowing and sowing and sowing, until we see the harvest, we need patience. Uh, we also need patience when we're waiting for the promise to come to pass. Now, the the Bible talks about waiting a number of times, and biblical waiting isn't just sitting back and doing nothing. Um, patience is, is not passive, as I said earlier. Patience causes us to bring our petitions to God, uh, to worship and thank God for his promise. To speak with faith and bring others on that journey with us. Patience is a very active thing. Um, But patience doesn't come from a place of worry or panic or stress or strife. Um, Patience is full of faith. It causes us to walk strong and stable. Even when we can't see how the promise could be fulfilled. Isn't that great? So patience is a really active thing in our lives. Now the children of Israel... They came out of Egypt and they didn't have patience. In fact, um, they spent 40 years in the wilderness and you'd think that would create patience, but actually that was the result of their impatience. And one of the things about their impatience is that they just wanted to to, to get into their promised land, but they weren't prepared to, to fight the fights that needed to be fought. They weren't prepared to have any battles. Um, in fact, they complained. They said, let us go back to Egypt. Now, complaining isn't patience. Um, unbelief and um, disobedience, that's not patience, but that's how they um, acted. But within their number, there was a couple of uh, men of God, Joshua and Caleb, who, um, with a new generation of Israelites, um, walked in true patience. Their their faith for a very very long time whilst they were in the wilderness the the way that they spoke out regarding what they believed um, their obedience to god meant that they did eventually complete the journey and they did take hold of god's promise Um, but they had to be very patient they had to wait for 40 years until that happened patience takes us from where we are now to where god has called us to be next. Remember patience isn't just sitting back and waiting. But it is applying faith. Faith to the promise. Faith to the uh, the truth that the seed uh, will increase. And there will be a harvest. And doing that in a good and a right way. So let me ask you. What promises are you waiting for at this time? What do you know in your heart that God has promised you? And I would say to you don't give up on the promise. Um, In Romans chapter 8, we're encouraged not to give up regarding the promise of Jesus coming again and the resurrection of our bodies, our our receiving of our new heavenly bodies. It says in Romans 8 verse 25, this is from the uh, English Standard Version, ESV. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Okay, so in the waiting... Joshua and Caleb, in the waiting for 40 years in the wilderness, they had to exercise patience. They had to apply faith for a prolonged period of time, and they had to do that waiting really, really well. Jesus walked in patience. Now, from a very young age, Jesus knew who he was and why he had come into the world. But it wasn't for Um, ...30 years, until Jesus was 30 years old... ...that he stood up in the synagogue... ...and declared the words of Isaiah 61... ...this is found in Luke chapter 4... ...he declared the words of Isaiah 61 over himself... ...the spirit of the Lord is upon me... ...because he has anointed me to preach the good news and so on... Um, ...so basically he was declaring there... ...and in that moment at the age of 30... ...that he was the Messiah... ...something that he had known many many years since he was a, a child um yet he had held on to in his heart and so did his parents mary and joseph they they knew who their son was um but they didn't rush ahead they they kept this truth um to themselves for a very long time now whenever i know that something good is coming up um i i kind of want it now Um, Now Carla, uh, she loves birthdays and she loves her birthday especially and uh, when it comes to her birthday she's got this habit of knowing what she wants and wanting it earlier than her birthday and the trouble is if she does get those things earlier than her birthday then come her birthday there's not a lot of presents to open. Um, I'm kind of the other way. I I don't get that excited about um, birthdays and Christmas. I'm I'm not a Scrooge, um, but it's like I'm not like bouncing off the walls like Carla is. But uh, when it comes to things that are kind of bad or difficult or awkward that I know need to happen, I kind of want them to happen now rather than have to wait. There's nothing worse than waiting for a difficult conversation for several days. Um, I'd rather kind of just get it over and done with and have that conversation now. Of course, that's not always possible or not always appropriate. But, um, you know, get the tough stuff over with quickly is, is kind of how I like it. Um... But we can't make time go faster, can we? And actually, in the waiting, there's often things that we can learn. So patience. patience isn't just about having faith for a prolonged period of time. Patience is about waiting well, walking by faith for as long as it takes and refusing to sin or to leave the path that God wants us to take during the waiting Okay, so waiting is walking by faith for as long as it takes. Um, Patience, waiting well, is walking by faith for as long as it takes, refusing to sin or leave the path that God wants to take us on during the waiting. Because maybe God wants to show us something. Maybe he wants uh, to prepare us for something. Maybe he wants to teach us something. So going back to Jesus, Jesus waited well. He was 30 years old when he... Uh, stood up and declared that he was the Messiah. Um, Part of the purpose of waiting for Jesus was so that the Father could prepare him for those last three years of his life, from wilderness to the cross and resurrection. Um, Jesus had to be ready for that moment. So the first 30 years were preparation. Jesus was a carpenter. Um, His character was built during those first 30 years. Um, His knowledge of scripture was built. He walked closely with his father and he learnt to go to his father for everything. And despite being tempted in every way that every other human being is, Jesus refused to sin. It says about Jesus in Luke 2 verse 52. Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favour with God and men. So... There was a time of preparation, and that's part of what waiting is for sometimes. Um, If you can just step back and see what God might be doing in those moments. So let's talk about waiting well. So as much as we should live in expectation of the harvest, of the fulfillment of the promise, uh, we should also have open hearts to what God might want to do during the waiting. It's easy to say, um, you know, I wish I didn't have to wait. It's easy to wish the waiting away. But then we could miss what God is doing in the middle of the waiting. After all, God's sovereign, isn't he? We understand that. God's working all things together for the good of those who love him. We we understand that. Um, and when we don't have to wait, it's easy easier to accept that. But actually, when there is waiting involved, what a great declaration. Well, God is working behind the scenes. He's working all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to to his purpose. Romans 8 verse 28. So perhaps a better approach to waiting is to, to trust God, to seek him in the midst of the waiting and, um, and ask God what he wants to do, what he wants to teach us in the midst of the waiting. When David speaks of waiting in the Psalms, he isn't just saying that we should stand still and do nothing. I hope we've established that that patience isn't just doing nothing. Um, David spoke of waiting upon the Lord which involved seeking his face turning your heart towards God um so in Psalm 37 this is a fantastic scripture regarding waiting this is again from ESV uh, verses 7 to 9 Psalm 37 it says be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way over the man who carries out evil devices refrain from anger And for St. Ruth, fret not yourself. It it tends only to evil, only leads to evil. For the evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord shall inherit the land. So, Psalm 37 gives some amazing insights into what patience is. It speaks of not fretting, not becoming angry in the midst of our waiting. Um, They're two reactions, aren't they? Worry. anger are two reactions that can um, kind of rise up in times of waiting but also really trip us up if we're not careful. Worry and anger. Worry and anger can cause uh, pain to us and it can cause pain to other people if we're not careful. Um, It can cause us to lose sleep, it can cause our minds to be going a hundred miles an hour uh, to be consumed with certain issues or distracted by certain issues, so that we're not actually able to live life properly. Um, worry and anger um, can also both lead to health issues, um, issues with your digestive system, with your skin, um, with with your heart. Um, worry and anger can really have a massive effect on you physically. And also, if we're constantly complaining and negative or frustrated and angry then that can push other people away and damage our relationships as well so patience um, is the ability to go through um, times where we have to wait in a really good way with hearts filled with faith and not sinning and not letting worry in and not letting anger into our lives so the best way to move away from worry and anger in times of waiting is to wait on the Lord. So if you've got to wait, why don't you wait on the Lord? Spend time with him, meditate on his word, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Set our hearts and minds on the Lord who is the one who brings the harvest, the increase. He's the one who made the promise and will fulfill the promise. So rather than setting our minds on the delay and the pain, uh, the difficulty and the challenges, set our minds and our hearts on the Lord who is the one Who will bring us through those things. Isaiah 40 verse 31. Again another one of my favourite scriptures. It says. But they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So just like we have to do with every other fruit. To see patience manifest in our lives, we've got to make the daily choice to lay aside the flesh, to walk in the spirit, to live from our spirit man and to allow the Holy Spirit to flow through our lives. Just to finish tonight, I believe that God will always work in the waiting. Psalm 37 that we just read, it also says, wait patiently for the Lord. So it talks about not worrying, not fretting, not being angry. And it also says, wait patiently for the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord. In other words, God's doing something, isn't he? We're not to run ahead of God. Um, We're not to, to kind of try and make it happen in our own strength. But actually we've got to wait for the one who will bring the increase, will fulfill the promise. Uh, rather than striving and stressing ourselves to try and make something happen, we've all been there, haven't we? You know, we all want this thing to be sorted now, so this is what I'm going to do. And oh, by the way, um, anything you want to say about that, Lord? We've got to trust that God is working in the waiting. God is working in the waiting, working in the delay. Perhaps God is preparing us for the next chapter of our lives. I, I really think that Joseph would have missed out on the promise. If uh, he hadn't first been through the time of preparation that he went through, um, when he became Prime Minister, that door opened to him because he did the waiting well and God saw that. And God is watching our lives. He's watching everything that is seen publicly and everything that is private as well. So being submitted to the Lord's path of preparation could open the door to God's plan to fulfil his promise in your life. There's a thought, hey? So let's submit ourselves to God's path of preparation. Hebrews 10 verse 36 says this. For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. When you've done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. I often say that uh, patience doesn't come naturally to me. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that statement, it's true. It doesn't come naturally, it comes spiritually. Uh, It doesn't come naturally to most people, I don't think. Um, But spiritually, patience is part of my DNA as a child of God, and I simply have to choose the way of the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit, over the way of the flesh. So there's um, some thoughts on patience for you tonight. In times of, of waiting for the harvest, or perceived delay of the promise let's determine that we will walk with faith for as long as it takes we will just keep being people that have faith in god that every lesson that god wants to teach us will receive and we'll stay on god's path we will refuse to to sin or leave his path or try and take shortcuts or run ahead of god we will be patient when it comes to the waiting So I hope that has been helpful tonight. I hope that you've been able to, I was going to say, I hope you've been able to listen to this successfully. But um, you'll know if you have, because you would have been listening to it successfully. Um, Let's pray as I finish now tonight. Father, I just thank you uh, for this virtue, this fruit that is patience. I thank you, Lord, that you've planted it within our hearts, that it's part of who we are. As children of God, and I pray, Father, for every person who uh, may struggle with patience, including myself. I pray, Father, that we will learn that you want to be that you want to work in the waiting, Lord. That we will learn to submit to what you want to do, Lord. That we won't run ahead of you, Lord. That we won't get angry, that we won't fret or worry. But Father, we will take your hand and we will uh, walk with you. And that we will learn from you. So Father I just thank you for your blessing upon uh, the teaching of your word tonight. And upon every listener in Jesus name. Amen. Wonderful. Well thanks for joining us again. And um, we'll see you next Sunday for our last um, Sunday night local from my office here. And then after that on the 25th it's going to be live online and in person as well. God bless you. See you soon.